0: You are Locked On Broncos, your daily podcast on the Denver Broncos, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're listening to the Locked On Broncos podcast, hosted by Cody Rourke and Cameron Parker of Predominantly Orange, your daily Broncos podcast.
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Locked On Broncos podcast. How's it going, everybody? We just had a great crossover show with Bear Motter over there at Locked On Rams. If you haven't heard that episode, go back right now. Well, don't even wait. Go back right now and go and listen to that. A great preview of what we can see from the uh, the Rams when they come into town, as well as our man crush on Sean McVay. Everybody's got one, you know, whether you're a Broncos fan or not, Sean McVay is a football man crush for many, many people, but we're back here for another episode today, a game preview of the Locked On Broncos podcast against the LA Rams. I'm rejoined today by my co-host, Cameron Parker, who will introduce himself here in a minute, but I'm your host, Cody Rourke columnist over predominantlyorange.com as well as an NFL analyst covering the NFL and the Denver Broncos. You can shoot me a follow on Twitter at Cody Rourke NFL
0: thank you Cody I am uh, your co-host Cameron Parker you guys can follow me on Twitter at Cameron Parker PO and it feels good to be back Uh, you know I went to the Colorado Rockies postseason game and did not have the outcome that that you know Rockies fans and myself wanted but you know when it's your first postseason experience and you get the chance to you know experience it for the first time in your life it's something that you're gonna you know remember the rest of your life Absolutely, and and Cameron luckily didn't really have to sit through live the
1: Broncos game against the Jets. It was uh, <laughs> I would have much rather probably been watching the Rockies, you know, Rocktober. Unfortunately, you know, you, you know, they fell short. Unfortunately, which also mentions the point that we are looking for a host on the Locked On Podcast Network for the Locked On Rockies Podcast. So if you're an MLB guy, you you cover the Rockies, you listen to the Rockies, you know everything, you watch the Rockies, you want to talk about them on a podcast, reach out to me and we can try to get you filled into that void on the Locked On Rockies podcast, part of the Locked On MLB Network. On today's episode of the Locked On Broncos podcast, segment 1, we're going to talk about the injury report from Wednesday's practice, both Broncos and Rams side of the ball. Segment number 2, we're going to look at some key matchups in this week's game. Uh, you know, looking at it too, it looks like there's some mismatches all across the board in terms of talent and athleticism on the Rams side of the ball compared to the Broncos defense and the defense side of the ball compared to the Broncos offense and vice versa. There are some areas the Broncos can attack where I think they have a little bit of an advantage of in in terms of this matchup we'll talk about that segment two In segment number three we analyze the keys to the game if the Broncos want to come out on top with a victory they got to do these things that we'll talk about in segment number three of the show today's episode of the lockdown Broncos podcast is brought to you by our good friends over there at my bookie as well as vivid seats and our good friends at Bruce brewery if you're a Broncos fan or a Rams fan you're listening to the podcast check out Bruce brewery we're to talk about them in a little bit you can get your first beer on the house stay tuned for that listening portion here in just a few moments on the lockdown broncos podcast so cameron let's get right into it. let's take a look at the injury report from wednesday's practice we'll look at the broncos side of the ball and then we'll do a quick reaction overall through this now garrett bowles ankle injury did not he was limited in wednesday's practice i imagine he's going to be limited today in thursday's practice todd davis he was a full go with a shoulder injury he played against the jets on sunday he should be ready to go adam gots a little bit of a knee injury. He's a full participant in practice as well. The concern for me at Broncos depth at corner, Adam Pacman Jones did not participate. He is a guy that is out of shape. He hasn't been able to stay in shape since becoming a Denver Bronco. And he's constantly banged up with a hamstring and a thigh injury. He did not participate today as well. So for me, a little frustrating there. Case Keenum knee, full participant. That's been something from week one he's kind of stemming with. Brandon Marshall, a limited participant with a knee. Shane Ray, full go with a wrist. Darian Stewart was a scratch today from practice on Wednesday's practice with a foot injury. He has really struggled this year. And he's had a hard time. And Cortland Sutton, wide receiver, ankle. He was limited in the Broncos game. He kind of came up hobbling a little bit against the Jets. Played a very tough game. He was a limited participant. We'll see if he practices on Thursday today. Jared Vildier out two weeks for the Broncos. He will be out this week with a knee injury. And to be honest with you, Billy Turner played really well. Elijah Wilkinson played really well for Garrett Bowles. They had better grades in pass blocking, run blocking. We talked about that on the Tuesday episode of Lockdown Broncos, where we talked about the pro football focus. grades. So, Cam, that's the Broncos side of things. Let's go through a quick, quick key analyze of the Rams injury report. To be honest with you, not anybody is really out. You know, you, you look at a guy that did not participate in one. Wednesday Brandon Cooks he should be expected to go on Sunday against the Broncos concussion Cooper Cup cleared concussion protocol Jeez, I was almost a a tongue twister (laughs) Cooper Cup cleared we're using some alliteration there but the cup is spelled with a K Um, you know there was thought he had a concussion he cleared protocol he's good to go other than that on Wednesday Mark Barron Michael Brockers Todd Gurley Cooper Cup and Roger Saffold, Dominican Sue, Andrew Wilworth, and Greg Zerline, all non-participants in practice on Wednesday. Uh, what? Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of those guys were not injury-related, so they got some rest. Brandon Cooks and Greg Zerline were the only guys that sat out with an injury. So, Cam, let's take a look at some of these injuries. You know, What are some of the key ones that you think can impact the Broncos the most?
0: Well, on the Broncos side of things, I would say, you know, probably Darian Stewart still for, you know, at least for Bronco fans. I mean, he's proven to be a little bit of a, a little bit of a liability right now. I mean, uh, you know, it's it's a little bit sad that you know we, we're we're starting to see Darren Stewart a little bit fall off now. But you know,, uh, the good news is the Broncos did get a good bill of good news, or at least maybe the best news um, of their season so far, and that was that Sue Cravens is expected to practice. I believe in a week or two so the there's the expectation that he could be elevated and activated off of the injured reserve because I so he the expectation that he's gonna be practicing but yeah Darian Stewart it's he seems slow he it seems like he's turned himself more into that hard hitter and a guy I mean he can do it I mean he he, he can be that physical presence but when you know TJ Ward was back there he was that he was that guy that could be able to cover and you know and be be in essence that you you know do it all threat and in essence that safety but it seems like he's lost a little bit lost a little bit of a step and you know when you when we're talking about coverage and when we're talking about in essence what the Broncos need to be at the best at you need Adam Jones and you need Darren Stewart, both your veterans, to step up and it's just not happening.
1: Yeah, it really hasn't happened. It's kind of been a frustrating point for many Broncos fans and it's almost kind of warranted the question that, you know, maybe the Broncos might look to move those guys before the trade deadline. I know, you know, the Broncos need to bring in a cornerback and and that's going to kind of play into our matchup discussion here in segment number two, but, you know, yeah, it's been disappointing, you know, bringing a guy like Pacman Jones, a veteran guy who is gifted the number 24, which Sam Bailey's blessing and he absolutely has laid an egg for the Broncos. It's kind of it's just been embarrassing to watch and you know I don't want to sit here and bash or criticize athletes. I'm just saying it hasn't lived up to the expectations. It's been very frustrating to watch as a Broncos fan but you know ultimately coming into this game the Broncos need to find a way to get healthy and if some of these guys can't play they have to really look at activating maybe Brennan Langley from the practice squad if corner depth is an issue. Tremaine Brock was not listed on the injury report so I guess that might mean he's back this week. However, I think it goes to show not having game reps and and being out for two weeks. I think that sets him back quite a ways. I don't think he's going to be completely ready to go up against guys like Brandon Cooks or even Cooper Cup. It's just there's a lot of matchups that don't bode well in the favor of the Broncos secondary where they're at right now. And we'll talk about that coming up here in segment number two of the Locked On Broncos podcast. But first, let's get to our sponsors. We are brought to you today by Brews Brewery, our good friends over there. And at Brews Brewery, quality is king and their beers are made from the very fine ingredients to brew small batches of truly authentic handmade beers this includes fine Belgian malts spices hops and fruits and a diversity of Belgian yeast strains that ensure superior quality without compromising your beer and because of economic realities they refuse to to Russia brew with some beers taking as long as three years to fully mature. They believe that the results are worth it. And we believe that you will understand that as well. When you go and you have a cold, refreshing beer at Brews Brewery, the Brews crew is dedicated to providing you with the freshest, highest quality Belgian style beers in Colorado. So come on by and join them for some great beer. All you got to do is mention the locked on Broncos podcast and your first beer is on the house. Now listen, they got a variety of options for you. They offer a wide selection of year round seasonal specialty brews these include cask aged beers and sour and special limited releases if you want to bring your dog they are dog friendly inside and outside of the venue and they even feature a dog food menu if you're sitting there eating and drinking beer don't let your dog just sit there get them a dog food menu as well to help get them through the day and of course you can enjoy 100 percent belgian style beers they're located at 1675 west 67th avenue suite 100 in denver colorado that is located off of the intersection of 67th avenue and peco street that's 1675 west 67th avenue suite 100 intersection of 67th avenue and peco street mention locked on broncos podcast and this ad and your first beer is on the house courtesy of locked on broncos On the Locked On Broncos podcast and across the Locked On podcast network, the NBA season is almost here. You can get all of your NBA previews this week at Locked On NBA. They feature six teams a day, five days in the week, and overall, 30 teams get previewed from the local experts of the Locked On NBA branch. So follow Locked On NBA today on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or you can tell your smart speaker to play podcast Locked On NBA. All righty, Cam, jumping into it. Let's look at some of the key matchups for this game. Now, Cam, I'm going to take the Rams' offensive side of the ball, and I'm going to take a look at what the Broncos have defensively. And I'm going I'm to choose one of my key matchups, evidently, we talked about you have to contain a guy like Todd Gurley. But for me, I'm looking at the Broncos' secondary. He's coming off one of the worst weeks in franchise history in, in the late two, 2010s, I think. they had one, it, It's been one of the worst games overall from a defense, giving up over 300 yards. But for me, I look at the secondary. Bradley Roby giving up 123 yards on three catches to Robbie Anderson. That was unacceptable. And the Rams coming into this game with a high-flying offense, 34 points per game. They are flying high. They are red hot. They're undefeated. And... Jared Goff looks like, once again, an NFL... MVP candidate and they got to look at this. So I'm looking at the wide receivers versus the Broncos DBs. You got Cooper Cup. He can line up inside and outside on the left side or a slot. They move Brandon Cooks inside and out to the slot as well. They can interchange these guys but a guy you really got to be on on the lookout for is where Robert Woods is lined up. They've been lining him up in the slot lately or on the solo side and motioning him across on a jet sweep motion. You see a lot of that with them. He has a, you know he averaged I think 27 yards on a rushing attempt last week. They want to try to get him out in space a little bit. He's kind of their versatile weapon that they have. So between Brandon Cooks, who's a vertical threat, Cooper Cup, who's a speedy third down threat for Jared Goff and this Rams offense, getting out into space and trying to extend vertically and attack in safeties and Robert Woods, who can do a little bit of anything in the passing game and in the run game. This is my key matchup to look at for this Broncos game on the Broncos defensive side of the ball compared to what we see on the Rams offensive side of the ball. What are some of your key matchups that you're really looking forward to seeing in Sunday's matchup when the Rams traveled to Denver to take on the Broncos.
0: Well, real quickly, I don't think people understand how good Cooper Cup is. You know, this is like my two seconds of really how good Cooper Cup is. I mean, he he is one of the more underappreciated probably wide receivers or one of the more underrated wide receivers that not really gets a lot of pub nationally, at least being in the top 10 wide receivers. I think that everything that he does in that offense, I mean, he's the sure-handed guy. He's, he runs exceptional routes. I mean, every single time Jared Goff has needed a big play in essence, it seems like he's turning to Cooper cup to be that guy. So Cooper cup, he's going to have to be one of those guys that are defensive backs, Bradley Roby, chris harris you know adam jones if he plays or even tremaine brock they got to step up and they got to neutralize guys like brandon cooks and and cooper cup but on the offensive side of the ball it's 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 got to start with uh well well we'll see in essence how it plays out but the broncos have to swallow their pride of, of throwing the football 50 times and run the football um, I mean, you know, if you look at it, the, I, I realize that the Broncos defense, or, uh, sorry, the, the Broncos offensive line is, is, you know, really good run blocking. And they're facing a tough, tall task in the defensive line of the Los Angeles Rams of Dominican Sioux and Aaron Donald. But they really need to go back to their bread and butter. I, I wrote an article last year and it applies this year. If it ain't broke, do not fix it. If you have the capability to run the football effectively and if you have the ability to run the football, you know, uh, effectively to the point with where the Broncos are with both, with both Royce Freeman and Phillip Lindsay, you know, you have to stick with it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Come playoff time. It's, it's a lot like in baseball. Pitching and defense wins games. Defense and running the football, not throwing the football, wins you games. And the Broncos have to find that identity, keep that identity, and keep it going. And then the second thing is they have to work off of play action. Case Keenum is one of the best play action quarterbacks in football. And it just seems like, you know, Bill Musgrave, he's not doing any sort of that play action off of the run. They're, the running is, is done really well but there's just been no play action no play action to go off of it so they just got to continue to work it continue to run the football i mean it's a tall order you're facing arguably the best defense in the Los Angeles Rams and as far as the defensive line things, I think one of the underrated stories and it might be one of the keys of why the defense might in essence play well on Sunday, and that's because they got a familiar guy. They got a familiar face on the sideline in Wade Phillips. He coached a lot of these guys. You know, We, we mentioned that Darian Stewart was certainly struggling this year. Maybe this is the game where – you know he drinks a little bit of fountain youth, fountain of youth, a little bit, and brings back what we saw in 2015 just for one game, because Wade Phillips is on the sideline. Sports, sports is funny that way. So we'll we'll see ultimately what happens if you know just a simple seeing of Wade Phillips on the sideline is enough to up the ante on uh, the emotions and playing of of some of these players on the Broncos defense. Well, you know I I, I think overall Wade Phillips.
1: He's the king of adjustments. So I think the Broncos really have to be on top of it this week. That kind of plays into our keys to the game. Coming up here, number three of the Lockdown Broncos. Podcast here today. Uh, Thursday show, you know, talking about really some of the key matchups, talking about the defense. You know, Cooper Cup, Brendan Cooks, both on track to play against the Broncos, according to head coach Sean McVay of the LA Rams. They have talent all across the board on that offensive side of the ball. The NFL's highest scoring offense, a lot of momentum. The Broncos gave up over 300 yards rushing, and Todd Gurley is a fantasy stat stuffer. So if you're, if, you know, to be honest with you, I would tell Todd Gurley, fantasy owners, to play him and you utilize him this week against the Broncos because the Broncos have struggled with tackling tailbacks. They struggled against Kareem Hunt and they couldn't do it against Isaiah Crowell. That was the most frustrating part about that. But we're going to talk about some of the key matchups here in segment number three coming up in just a moment. But before we get to that, let's talk about Swap.com. Swap.com is the world's largest online consignment and thrift store. And with Swap.com, you can save up to 90% off retail price of your favorite brands like Nike, Carter's, J. Crew, and Gap. So you can stop driving store to store, sifting through the racks. You can easily sift through millions of clothes in just seconds on swap.com with their easy to use filters to find exactly what you need. There's quality hands and hand inspected items that are added daily to the inventory. And if something doesn't fit for you, you can enjoy hassle-free returns within 30 days head on over to swap.com and there's a special offer for our listeners of the Locked On Broncos podcast. You can get 35% off of select items on your first order by using promo code LOCKEDON. Plus, you can find new deals every day on swap.com's homepage. That's swap.com. We want to thank them for sponsoring the Locked On Broncos podcast. Another sponsor of tonight's show is Vivid Seats. Be sure to go check out Vivid Seats on the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app today. And you got to enter promo code Locked On to receive $20 off of orders that are $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. Save some money when you purchase tickets to the Broncos and the Rams game. You can even look at certain sections and certain seats to see if that's a place where you could score tickets to the game this weekend they're an online ticket marketplace dedicated to providing fans with live entertainment experiences that will last them and their families a lifetime listeners can watch their favorite teams and their artists perform in person and vivid seats even helps you find the favorite seat to your live event for sports concerts theater and more and they offer a variety of great prices and an easy purchasing experiment so at this point all vivid seats confirmed orders are backed by a 100% guarantee enjoy your experience with vivid seats check it out broncos and Rams game this weekend ticket prices are going up a little bit so you might want to check out vivid seats use promo code locked on like I said to get $20 off of orders that consist of $200 or more as a purchase today here on the locked on Broncos podcast as well before we get into segment three once again we got more action for you you need a jolt in fantasy football, well, the Locked On Podcast Network has two shows for you. Locked On Fantasy Football 24-7 provides you with all the injury, the news wires, as well as what to do with your lineups. And the Locked On Fantasy Football with Vinny Iyer has a different expert every single day from around the fantasy world, around the NFL. So follow Locked On Fantasy Football 24-7 and Locked On Fantasy Football on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or even your smart speakers today. Locked On Fantasy Football Alright Cam, let's get into it. Keys to the game. Final segment here on the Locked On Broncos podcast. We'll be back on Sunday with a post-game report courtesy of the Locked On Broncos podcast for your listening pleasure on Monday morning. Hopefully the Broncos come out with a win, but obviously we're going to talk about the keys to the game right here. So Cam, my keys to the game for the Broncos is simple. Run the ball. The Rams are ranked 29th in the NFL in terms of run defense. They're giving up 5.0 yards per carry. The Broncos have proven that the run game is their most effective effective suite on the offensive side of the ball. If you allow the run game to flourish and you utilize it and you ride that, you can open up the play action with Cage Keenum. You can open up the passing game. The Broncos have got to stop going away from the run game when it's working. They've done it multiple times. They did it with a 10-point lead against Kansas City on Monday Night Football two weeks ago. They did it against the Jets early on. They cannot do that this week. If you try to go out and you pass the ball and you go three and out, well, guess what? You give Jared Goff and the high flying offense of the Rams so much time to get on the field and try to dice your defense up. You got to run the clock down and hope that your defense can be energized and have a lot of energy and not be tired so they can get off the field and force stops on third down for the Broncos defense, for the offense to come back onto the field and be effective. Utilize the run game. That is my key
0: to the game. Well, do you want the long version or do you want the short version for myself? Oh, man. I don't know. How long is the long version? <laughs> <laughs> well, the short version is they just got to beat the Rams. Oh, I like that. <laughs> no, um, I, I'm with you, though. I mean, we, we talked to, I talked about it in the last segment. They have to run the football. They, they have to establish the trenches, the trenches. They have to get the offensive line play, the run blocking, which has been superb. Um, you know, I, I know some local radio heads were talking about benching Connor McGovern, but I wrote an article this week that said that Connor McGovern, to be honest, is the unsung MVP of this team this season. He's completely going unnoticed. I mean, he is hes clearly proving them, proving himself to be one of the best right guards in the National Football League. And the Broncos just need to continue to ride their horse. And if you go back and look at a lot of games, go back and look a lot of games, they are utilizing that right side of the line i uh-huh. And running rather successfully in the game, and so they need to continue doing it. And they need to, you know, ride the horse as much as possible because it's it's like I said in the last segment: if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So they need to run the football. But on the defensive side of things, you know, they need to get off the field on third down. Yeah, they need they need to get off the field on third down. I know that you know history has shown that the Denver Broncos' defense in third down, you know, conversion rate of allowed has been pretty pretty good at least in its history uh, in the last few years. But, you know, lately and and with the fact that the defense has been on the field for so long, they need to get off the field, especially when you're dealing with the greatest show on turf, 2.0. I mean, you, you know, the, the Rams have notoriously maybe the best offense in the National Football League, maybe more so than the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, you know, one could argue that the the Rams have a better running back, maybe even a better quarterback. Um, I mean, the offensive line is better. They don't necessarily have the tight end. Wide receivers are a little bit better as far as depth is concerned, in my opinion. I mean, all across the board, they have playmakers that will make you cringe if you're a defensive coordinator. And, you know, so hopefully Joe Woods, who's supposedly going to be calling his plays this weekend, we put that in air quotes because we don't want – Vance Joseph and Reggie Herring to call plays again we want we, we want we want we want one person to call plays um but I mean you know we we want to make sure that the Broncos are at least sound um in their defensive technique and so they they need to get off the field on third down um it's it's a really tall order, um, you know. We'll 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 see ultimately what happens, but um, you know when you're facing such a talented front of the de- of the front seven and and such. I mean their their biggest weakness is is their secondary, but you know that's that's not saying that's <laughs> that's not saying a lot because I mean you, you know you got Marcus Peters on one side and LaMarcus Joyner on another. You have Mark Barron at linebacker. I mean it's just you know they they have playmakers on that defensive secondary, so. But, I mean, that's probably the one area that you could probably attack. But, uh, you know, who knows? But with the fact that they are allowing five yards per carry, as you mentioned, Cody, it's got to start end with the running game and what they can build off of play action because, as, I, as we said earlier, Case Keenum is one of the best quarterbacks to throw the ball under play action. I don't know. I don't understand why the Broncos have not been able to do that lately. And um, we'll see if that comes to fruition against the Rams. Yeah, we'll certainly have to see as the Broncos and Rams prepare for
1: battle in the Mile High City, Broncos Stadium in Mile High. This will be the afternoon game for the Broncos. Get to Broncos Stadium in Mile High. Get your tickets with vivid seats as well. If you can't make it to the stadium, head over to Bruce Brewery and obviously tell them that you listen to the Locked On Broncos podcast, you heard the ad about Bruce Brewery, you'll get your first beer on the house. Go enjoy the game, courtesy of Locked On Broncos as well. I want to thank also my bookie and Swap for being sponsors of the show as well. We'll be back on Sunday evening for the Locked On Broncos post-game report over here. Get you to work early in the morning with the full game recap of everything that happened in the Broncos and Rams matchup. A short week after that for the Broncos as they have the quick turnaround on the road at Arizona playing the Cardinals Thursday night football. It's getting a little bit difficult here, especially coming off a game where it could be a very physical one. So the Broncos have to come out of this one healthy and healthy. And on top. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at Cody Rourke NFL. Follow Cameron at Cameron Parker P.O. and follow the Lockdown Broncos Twitter handle at Locked On Broncos. We'll be back this weekend for a post game report from the Rams Broncos outcome. Thanks for listening to the Lockdown Broncos podcast. We'll see you next time.